For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. good you can still hear the congestion but am feeling better uh, uh today but ah ha we are live welcome back ladies and gentlemen i am your host blake Rafino. this is are you serious sports hope all of you are making it a good one uh we know that we are as well lsu staff is complete slay nagel as we had reported on our forum but i guess nobody really cared about that yesterday uh, I had said that I thought within pretty much hinted that the Slade Nagel thing was done and that it would be announced today. Today, it pretty much was reported everywhere that Slade Nagel will be the tight ends coach, the former Tulane OC, former Barb quarterback. See, and people got mad at me because I had a little typo. I put Baton Rouge native instead of Lake Charles native. God forbid you can't make mistakes, but... Nevertheless, Slade Nagel to be the tight ends coach at LSU, the impact that he brings, the guys that he will have in that room, and you have a former play caller and a guy that's been in LSU that knows the dynamic of this place and, quite honestly, is going to have a freakish room uh, uh, to work with, so we'll talk about that. Will Redman, the uh, 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 director of player personnel, is heading to Auburn, what we know about that, actually, when we did our show yesterday, midday, told you that I thought that there needed to be a staff member replaced at LSU uh, and somebody needed to be promoted. Uh, guys, how many hints can I send throughout a week before whatever? 
But Will Redman is heading to Auburn. We'll talk about that uh, as well. Why is Lane Kiffin trolling his ass off about LSU? Lane, stop being a child, dude. Stop acting like a child. We'll talk a little bit about Lane Kiffin today and the trolling that he's doing towards LSU. You're digging yourself a hole. It's not our fault that we're better than you. It's not LSU's fault that we're better than you. You had an 11-win season. Good on you. You also have been fired and had a tarmac. Don't be coming down the bayou trolling, dog. I'm just telling you, it's the worst place for you to come trolling. Joey Freshwater. Yeah, okay. I stuck up for Lane. Said that I thought he'd be, the, you know, my next head coach if I would have picked one as an AD. His social media stuff doesn't necessarily bother me. Even him trolling LSU doesn't really bother me. But don't be trolling down here in the bayou. Uh, staff hitting the ground running. I know that we put we posted the clip. It was something big yesterday. Uh, it's the Bayou Catalina wine mixer, and that it is. So we'll we'll, we'll continue to touch on that uh, as well. Tyler Scott says Lane Kiffin is a Rudy Pooh. He is a Rudy Pooh. Don't listen, dog. Listen, don't be trolling. I look. <laughs> there's a reason he's mad. You're going to find that out soon enough as to why he's mad. Scott Woodward's going to Scott Woodward, baby, and it ain't nothing you can do about it. LSU, old piss. Again, have stuck up for them because I thought that they had gotten unwarranted criticisms when they didn't deserve it. But two things can be true at once. Chance Babin says, ask Blake, who will LSU target as their open GM position? Well, um, I don't think anybody started talking about the GM position or the front office feel until me and Carter started talking about it Monday. Now I'm I'm hearing it from shows. Well, well, now all of a sudden I'm starting to hear, yeah, okay, of course you are. Of course you are. Next time give us credit, you biatch. Joe Ritchie says, Blake's been putting in the work. Well, that we have. We're going to continue to do these shows. Might do two a day. Going to definitely be publishing more content. That that is uh, for sure. A lot more content. We'll be live on Rafino and Joe show tonight, too, at at, at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. You might want to be there, too. You might want to be there, too. Aaron Miller says, if you know, you know. That is true. That is true. Gerard Guillory says, nine mil a year to screw around on Twitter. Um, well, Gerard, just to be real with you, he's making, he's making $9 million a year, but he's won in in the last three seasons to give Lane some credit. I I mean, he's got an 11 win season and a 10 win season and probably should have had an 11 win season before Matt Corral got injured, uh, in the sugar bowl. So look, Lane has done some good things at Ole Miss. I don't think people should discredit him. He's just, he's bitter. He, he's acting petty. It's fine. But I, all I'm just going to say is be careful. God does not like ugly. And right now, you look like the Wicked Witch of the North head ass. You look like the villain off of Snow White head ass. That's how ugly you look in this scenario. Long-nosed peacock having ass. Pause. Don't be trolling down here, dog. I, I'm serious. I'm not playing around. I, I, I'm dead serious. All right. Uh, Jared Roach. 
says, which players do they target in the next portal window? Uh, I, I don't know because they're not in there. I, I, I Look, it, it, and Jared, the, the reason I say I don't know is because if I come out here and say, hey, they'll be targeting this player, that player, this player, that player, it, it's it's tampering. And to be honest with you, I don't know. I, I legitimately don't know. Maybe somebody else does. I know that there's some whispers about guys that are out there. That's pure speculation. You know, people had talked about Jacoby Matthews as an example. And I told you, like, I, like, look, man, there's nobody in the 985 that will outsource your boy. I promise you. But one thing is for sure. I told you guys, like, that's not going to happen this this portal window. Dude had people at LSU, uh, like, that cover LSU. Oh, you're wrong. Uh, who's wrong now? Again. Like, come on, dude. Come on. Now, what's position group? Defensive tackle. <laughs> Without question. All right, let's get rolling. Uh, let's get started. Slay Nagel, the next tight ends coach, former OC at Tulane. Uh, our, our buddy Joe DeLeon uh, uh, loves him some Slay Nagel because um, he loved Michael Pratt. Thought that Michael Pratt might be going to Tulane because they were tampering. See, Joe, Joe's technically in here in the show but can't defend himself. But Notre Dame, all they do is tamper, tamper, tamper. So about good friends over at betonline.ag. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. If you're on Facebook, stop what you're doing right now. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Like, share, share to those social media pages or groups, whatever you call them. Share to your own social media pages. You're watching us, listening to us on YouTube. Like, subscribe, notification bell. Wherever you're listening to podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. <laughs> Joe has has told me to settle down, but they tamper. I, I mean, guys, they're the biggest tampering school of all time. All right? He can't come in here and defend himself, so uh, that's why I'm trolling him. Okay. Quick commercial break. We got a lot to discuss. We do that next. Slay Nagel, Wise Lane Kiffin trolling uh, Will Redmond to Auburn. We talk about that next. Ben Online is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live, in-game betting, props, and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.ag. We're back! Congestion really got you, boy, man. Congestion has really gotten you, boy. Okay. Let's get to it because we don't really have a lot of time to waste. If you do have thoughts, questions, concerns, you do know how you can uh, be a part of the show. Sit in the Super Chat on YouTube. Uh, we'll definitely take your questions, thoughts there. 
it's the easiest way for us uh, to be able to monitor um, any questions, thoughts, concerns that you have. Okay. Yesterday on our forum, AYSSnetwork.com slash forum, uh, I posted in there, wrote an article in reference to what I was hearing about tight ends coach. Now, Slay Nagel was a guy that we had talked about uh, a, a while here that would probably be the next tight ends coach at LSU. And some of you LSU fans know exactly who he is. A Lake Charles guy, played at Barb, was a quarterback at McNeese, went to Clemson, believe it or not. Has a lot of ties to the state of Louisiana. And there's one thing that Brian Kelly is doing with his staff. Man, if you got ties and deep roots here, there's a really good chance that you're going to be here and will be or could be at LSU. We'll talk about that in, in just a quick moment. But Slade Nagel yesterday, we had heard and gotten it sourced and had reported it on our forum. And I basically told you, barring anything last minute <clears throat> that would change, I had heard the deal had been done. We had talked about it about 24 hours ago uh, of this deal being done. And I think it's a massive addition. You have a guy in Slade Nagel who coached tight ends from 2016 to 2021 uh, at Tulane. He was the associate head coach while coaching tight ends as well. Goes over to quarterbacks uh, this past year being an OC. Was a big part of why, look, why a lot of people thought Michael Pratt is going to be a guy that is going to advance and even maybe push for even maybe a second, third round selection uh, if up in this upcoming draft. We will see. Slade Nagel, though, and speaking of Ole Miss, which is kind of funny that all of this is coming out at once, he is a Michael Pratt quarterback away of beating Ole Miss at home Tulane versus Ole Miss just this past season. Now, they kept it really competitive a lot throughout that game. Michael Pratt did not play, and Ole Miss almost went down. Slade Nagel is a guy who is going to come into LSU and is going to have a room that is filled immensely with talent at tight end. You have guys like Mason Taylor, Camorian Pimpton, Mac Markway, and obviously the guy who just got his four, his fifth star uh, this week in Tradez Green. He's going to be playing with dude, or he's going to be able to have and coach guys that he quite honestly has not had been, or been at least able to coach since he's been at LSU when he was here in 2009. Now, Nagel has been at a lot of places. He was a quarterback's coach at Northwestern State, obviously at LSU in 2009 before becoming the co-OC at Texas State, which, by the way, he was the co-OC when I was at Southeastern. He was the co-OC at Texas State, was at Central Arkansas in 2011, uh, and then went to McNeese, coached special teams there, uh, and running backs. The interesting question, which we do not know here uh, as well, is Nagel has a lot and a track record of coaching special teams. Now, LSU has not released official statement. I would not be surprised if Slade was over the special teams unit as well. It's a fantastic hire. Look, you have a guy that has been a play caller at multiple places, has been in the SEC, obviously was a part of a staff and an offensive coordinator in a unit at Tulane who, quite honestly, has helped revamp what's been going up or going on in Uptown in New Orleans. I think Willie Fritz would tell you, the new head coach of Houston, who is obviously the head coach 
of Tulane, I think Willie would tell you this, and I don't think Willie would hold anything back. There's a reason why he made Slay Nagel the associate head coach at Tulane, mainly due to his connections a part of the state and really was a part of helping recruit and being a part of roster development for the entire team. And look how good Tulane has been. I call or got a call from one head coach uh, in high school locally here and reached out to a couple others. They love him. They love him. I think what Brian Kelly has done, especially in with this hire, is he's, guys, I got to be real with you. He's knocked this coaching staff hires out of the park. Slay Nagel is just another addition to that. I love this hire, to be honest with you. I think it's another very underrated pickup. Guys, your tight ends coach, a position coach, has play calling experience in college. Now, I do think that this was pushed by some of the staff to get Slade on this uh, on-field staff. I think he had a lot of backing by a lot of people in that building not named Brian Kelly because Brian probably doesn't have a lot of connection or doesn't know Slade that well. But I will tell you, in something that I heard yesterday when we had reported it on the forum, there was a massive push from this offensive staff to get him in at LSU. But I got to tell you, nobody should be more excited than Mason Taylor, Camorian Pimpton, Tradez Green, Mac Markway. Nobody. Those four or five individuals should be elated that Slay Nagel is going to be their next tight or next position coach. I think he comes in and is somebody that Brian Kelly, which Brian Kelly doesn't really need to lean on anybody for play calling, but a guy that Cortez and a guy that Joe Sloan, who obviously was promoted yesterday as the co-OCs, that can lean on about what they're seeing. It's really, it's really underrated for, how do I want to say this? It's a really underrated uh, 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 thing that we talk about in coaching that when you come down on the headset and you say, hey, Slade, what are you saying? Hey, Cortez, what are you saying? And you have guys that have been play callers on what they're seeing and what you can help execute. It's completely different on how a game plan is put together because I will tell you this, and I don't think that Uh, This has been talked about enough, at least not for me, so let's talk about it now. The offensive staff is built with guys that have been head coaches or have been passing game coordinators or coordinators at other places. Joe Sloan has been a coordinator at Louisiana Tech and has been a, obviously will be a play caller now at LSU, called plays against Wisconsin. Slay Nagel's called plays at Tulane. Frank Wilson has been a head coach at multiple stops, UTSA and McNeese. And Cortez Hankton, which nobody seems to really get the points that I'm trying to make on him. I can see Cortez Hankton being a a, a head coach somewhere, even in the P5, very soon. The offensive staff is ridiculously talented with young, up-and-coming coaches that can come here and make names for themselves. I think that there is a chance 
with guys like Slade, with guys like Cortez, with guys like Sloan, these younger coaches, I'm not going to say it's going to be like the Nick Saban staff in 2003, but man, does it have the potential that if you look in college football in 10 years, Slay Nagel might be the OC somewhere or the head coach somewhere, and you say to yourself, man, that staff that Brian Kelly put together in 2024, God, dog, look how good it was. I think that's what they have accomplished here. Now that, obviously, you know my connection with Mike Denbrock. You know how much I loved that hire from the very beginning. They're continuing to roll on this staff. So Slay Nagel being promoted or being hired, not promoted, but being hired as the next tight end coach, I think is a, is, is a home run. And you know how much I hate using that word. But it's really, it, you go from one play caller that coached tight ends and Mike Denbrock, who coached that position, to Slay Nagel, who's been a play caller that's going to coach that position. One thing that I, I want to get verified, I have not been able to do this yet, but want to get verified, I think this is what's going to happen. Again, would not be surprised if Slade ran or had a lot of input into what happens on special teams. I'm really interested to see what a guy like Slay Nagel can do with some, with a player that you just got in the portal from Mississippi State. Oh, wait, you mean the guy that led or was second in the SEC in return yards? Oh, huh. Interesting. Just, you know, just a little bit interesting to me. But what do I know? What do I know? It's a great addition. So Slade Nagel, a guy that's, that is from here, from the Lake Charles area, played quarterback at McNeese, has been at McNeese, Tulane, and in LSU. Now this is being this will be his second stint uh, at LSU. Was actually the interim head coach, believe it or not, for Tulane for that bowl game uh, in the loss. So good for Slade. Glad he's here. Think it's a massive addition uh, and a massive hire. Look, a 44-year-old guy, okay, uh, will we'll be 45 when uh, the season kicks off, but a 45-year-old guy that can make a really big name for himself, and I, I, I think that he will do that. I 1,000% I think uh, that he will do that. Again, talk to guys that he even coached with, okay, uh, at Tulane. And said that he, so this let me tell you something that uh before we before I, I we move on I get to some of your thoughts and questions. Um I talked to three former Tulane staff members. Excuse me for just one second. I spoke to three former Tulane staff members. Uh, that have been on the Willie Fritz's Willie coaching staffs since Willie was at Tulane. They told me that the big, they thought that the, the best two coaches that arguably that were on those coaching staffs, not named Willie Fritz, were Cody Kennedy, who is the offensive line coach uh, at, at, at Mississippi State, Kevin Peoples, who is now at LSU, the edge, edge guy, and Slade Nagel. Like, everybody knew that was at Tulane that those three guys stir, stirred the Willie Fritz drink on how they had that much success in Uptown New Orleans. So good on them. Good on them. And you know what, man? 
good on Brian Kelly for listening to, to guys that are on his staff on who they think he should hire here to be a part of his staff. It is easy to be like Ed. It is easy to be like Les. It is easy to be hard-headed and boneheaded and not take input. That is not what Brian Kelly has done here. To some extent, Brian Kelly has swallowed a little, pause, swallowed a little bit of his pride and brought some guys back, listened to his staff, probably listened to uh, uh, his agent on who he should bring in here. Now, I don't know what you would grade this staff. I know what I graded. I don't really like giving grades necessarily, but I know what I would grade it. Guys, I, I think this has been one of the better off seasons that we've had here. I, 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 I fully believe since January the 1st to January the 24th, I don't think that you could make, I don't think you could have a better 24 day run than what you've had. I, I, I really don't. From the recruiting aspect of things, from the staff side of things, I just don't think you could have done better than what you've done. I am high on Kevin Peoples. I am high on Slade Nagel. I am high on the co-OCs. I'm obviously uh, high on Bo Davis and Blake Baker. Okay, Kevin Peoples. I'm... Let's see what Corey can do, but golly, man, gotta give it, gotta give him credit, gotta give him credit for a guy that's going to Michigan, for a guy in Brian Kelly who is taking his talents to Michigan. He sure as hell is putting a hell of a staff together. At least the staff is in place for when he goes to Michigan in a couple of weeks. By the way, I had some people, a part of the Brian Kelly uh, camp, reach back out to me the other day um, and just continue to talk about how much bullshit it is him in Michigan. We'll see, man. I, I mean, look, we'll see. I, I, I do think it is, but I know that you're tired of talking about it. But let, let me tell you... Um, Look, I, I just don't think that I have a choice sometimes not to bring it up. I mean, guys, this is what I do for a living. And when something big like your head coach potentially conti- and continually bring, being brought up in the Michigan stuff, I, 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 how can I not talk about it? I know you're exhausted with it. I don't think that I have a choice. But I think we've done a good, um, pretty good on it. Um, Chance says you do sound a little less sick. Oh, 1000%. Dude, I took some medicine last night, kicked my ass, slept like shit, but woke up feeling a lot better, uh, today. Um, Kobe Young says, I don't even believe Raymond is the weak point. Do you remember the dudes we had when he was here? See, here's the problem with that, Kobe. Again, why, why? I'm not going down that road. I don't think he's the weak point, but I, I just don't think you can ignore 
the last five years. I I, I don't I, I think we would be in, we would be idiots. We'd be a boat full of idiots if we did not take what Corey had done the last five years. Don't be dumb. Can he come here and start absolutely getting you back to being DBU? 1,000%. He's got the talent locally that he can go and get to get him there, okay? It's not like he's got to go out of state to get bring talent in here. <sighs> don't be mid. Don't, don't, don't be a casual. Don't be a casual. Don't let the purple and gold glasses wearing uh, 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 blind you to the truth. Okay. But yeah, love the Slade Nagel hire. Lo absolutely love the Slade Nagel hire. I think he he walks into a room that is filled with more talent, and I can make the argument. I don't think that he's ever had a position group that is more talented than the guys that he walks in. He's got Tradez Green, Mac Markway, Kamarian Penton, Mason Taylor. I, I don't. I, maybe I'm wrong. I just don't think that he's ever seen talent like that before. Glad to have Slade here. He's a Louisiana guy can hit the uh, the ground running in recruiting. He had a lot of staff members at LSU pushing for him to get this job. Let's see what he does. If he has any involvement with special teams, it's a great hire. It is a fantastic hire. Players love him. Coaches love him. And one thing that will be missed is when you talk about culture. Look, look how bad the culture was for LSU defensively last year. Every player, coach that you talk to, look at what players are doing when these coaches are getting hired. So excited for my guy. So happy for Slade. You got former players excited for him. You know why that happens? It's because they love their coach. It's because he made an impact with them. It's because they love being around their coach. You spend more time with him than anybody. He spends more time with you than his own family. So, yeah. Okay. I, I, <clears throat> I know y'all want to get to it. We'll get to Lane Kiffin in just a moment. Uh, is it raining where y'all are at? Is it storming where y'all are at? It is storming here, boy. And I tell you what, man. I am sweating like a rented mule right now in the studio. I am sweating my ass off. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ooh, ooh. my underpits. I could, f you know what I hate, man? And it's, it's not like it's not cold in this house. I hate when I could feel sweat dripping. Pause. Okay. Let's do this really quickly. We need to talk about um, Will Redman before we get to to, to um, Lane Kiffin. Um, Will Redman was a part or was the director of player personnel at LSU. Now, yesterday we did a show during midday, and I told you there was somebody on LSU's current staff 
at the current moment that I think that needed to look elsewhere for other places and positions. I had a lot of you asking me the question of who it is. I did not want to reveal that, but it was Will Redmond. Um, I just, for me, in things that I hear, I do not believe that Will Redmond was a good fit at LSU. Now, we talk about fit and culture all the time. And since Brian Kelly has been here, we talk about it a lot, right? Like, we talk about culture a lot um, since he's been here and since he's uh, uh, come here and started coaching in 2022. I think Will Redmond is a good guy. I think that he could do some really good things at other programs. I just don't think the way that his tenure has that has gone at LSU was conducive enough to what Brian Kelly needs at LSU. Glad that he's got another job. I think, again, think he's a good guy. Think he could do a lot of really good things elsewhere. I, I, I just don't believe in a lot of the stuff that I hear that he was aligned with a lot of the guys that were in recruiting. I don't think he was really aligned with a lot of the players necessarily. And good on Brian Kelly for moving on. It was said today by Football Scoop, um, which those guys at Football Scoop do a good job, that LSU player or player personnel department is getting raided. That is, that is not true. The reason yesterday that I said I think that there are guys that need to look elsewhere is because I had been told at least over the last two weeks that some of these guys were being told to look at other positions at other programs. We had somewhat made mention to that and had been sending hints for the last two weeks on this show. Again, think Will is a good guy. I wish him well at Auburn. It was reported today that he's going to be the new director of player personnel at Auburn. Good for him. Good luck. We'll see you soon. We won't see you next year, but we'll see you soon. I hope you have a lot of success at Auburn. Hopefully it's not a success that is detrimental towards LSU. But the bottom line is it was not a good fit. I think he knew it. I think Brian Kelly knew it. And it was time for LSU to move on. I also said that Will Redman, who, again, was the director of player personnel, um, that there, in my opinion, there was some guys that I think that could be in that role that could take it over and really do some good things. Now, um, there is one guy that has left Alabama that has deep Louisiana Louisiana ties, and a guy like Sam Petito. I think Sam Petito makes a lot of sense. Look, here's the truth. Sam Petito, when he was with Nick Saban and under Nick Saban, gave LSU fits. He gave LSU fits. He um, he would be a guy, and, and look, I will tell you that I am biased. He would be a guy that I would interview Day one, right now, get it done, bring him in. Whatever he asks for, bring it to him. Because the truth is, is if Nick Saban 
thought enough of Sam Petito to pay him to keep him around, even though Kalen DeBoer, him being a dummy, did not. If Nick Saban, who, let's call it what it is, prided himself on recruiting from a guy from the state of Louisiana, maybe we should give him a look. Maybe we should give him a look. So, I see some people asking the questions. I think Corey asked inside the chat. Will Redman, who is the director of player personnel at LSU, is moving on to Auburn. Don't think I, I see a lot of people saying that LSU got raided. They did not. I do think that there was a lot of mutual understanding with this on why he moved on. I don't think it's a miss. I don't think you're losing anything because I think that you can get somebody in that role that can really help you develop and push this program even more forward, which leads me to another thing. That being about Austin Thomas. Now, I'm, I did not want, want to talk about this, and I'm going to be a little bit vague. And when I... When the time is appropriate, I will reveal more things. But over the last 24 hours, Ole Miss head coach uh, uh, Lane Kiffin has been trolling LSU on Twitter. Um, What I would tell you is it's not random and out of the blue as to why Lane Kiffin has taken a Twitter and started posting negative things towards LSU, and specifically not other programs. There have been a lot of whispers out there about Austin Thomas. Could he come back to LSU? Could he be a big part in helping them in NIL and being a part of what college football teams are doing in the front office part of things? I think that Austin Thomas would make a lot of sense if Scott Woodward, Brian Kelly... wanted to go in that direction. One thing is for sure, college football, and there are programs in college football that are moving towards, me and Carter Bryant talked about this on Monday, there are a lot of programs that are moving towards constructing a front office for football. Mainly due to the fact that a head coach like Brian Kelly, I know that he gets paid $9 million a year. Guys, Brian Kelly can't do it all. He, he just can't. He can't keep up with everything. He can't keep up with recruiting, NIL, game plans, nor should he. Now, I know that that's what a head coach is paid to do, and I get that. But... I would tell you, I will tell you, there's a reason why Lane Kiffin is trolling LSU. And look, that's who Lane is. Lane likes to take to Twitter. Lane likes to troll. And for whatever reason, he is trolling LSU right now. A lot of LSU fans understand why he's doing it. Okay. Sounds good. The reason he's trolling so hard, let's call it what it is and let's not hold back any punches is because there's a possibility that a guy like an Austin Thomas or a guy that LSU is going after 
is a big reason, which you know, as to why you were able to bring in the transfer portal class that you did. Okay, good on you. You hired a really good guy to be a front office type of dude in your program. But this is business. Stop trolling. You denied any involvement. Lane Kiffin denied any involvement about him going to Auburn. Now, here's the truth. Because agents talk. Athletic departments talk all the time. It is really is literally my job to use the eye blink here to make phone calls throughout the day and ask questions about the what's going on in the SEC, what's going on at LSU, the team that we cover. And I would just tell you that Lane Kiffin and Auburn's story was not completely false. Regardless of how much he denies it. I wasn't going to Auburn. That is BS. That is grade A premium cut bullshit. What's interesting and what people don't really know is people in my industry or people who have been former coaches, a lot of us have the same agent. You can fool you can fool the masses with what you do on social media. You can't fool the old Blakester. If you're gonna troll Lane, if Lane Kevin is gonna troll LSU, okay, you've won two of the last three meetings, right? Two of the last three. Yeah, last one against Ed and one against Brian Kelly. But you started trolling LSU in the last time. When's the last time LSU? I, I saw him quote T. When's the last time LSU won 10 games in a regular season? Um, that's interesting. When's the last time you got fired in a tar, on a tarmac? You're having a lot of success at Ole Miss. I'm with you. Have stuck up for Lane and Ole Miss because I think they're going to be a really good football team. A really good football team. I think they brought in a lot of talent. We talked about this on uh, yeah, or we talked about this yesterday. Okay. To be the man, you got to beat the man. Ric Flair said it best. Give me two claps and a Ric Flair. <laughs> Woo! You, to be the man, you got to beat the man. And quite honestly, there is a stigma around Lane Kiffin that when he plays in the big games, he does not win them. Oh, we beat LSU this year. Yeah, we got curb stopped by, Car- uh, by Kirby. And he fumbled the bag in a game that he should have won against Nick. Fumbled the bag. There's no reason Ole Miss should have lost against Alabama and Nick Saban. Zero. Zero. You've gone out in the portal. You've done exactly what you made fun of teams that other teams have done. Lane Kiffin went to SEC Media Days and bitched and moaned, oh, bitched and moaned like a little schoolgirl about what's going on in the portal and NIL only to turn around and do the exact same thing. Basically what he was doing was telling his collective, telling his boosters, telling his fan base, I need more money for us to get to where we want to go. Good on you. 
Don't bitch and moan. Uh, okay, all the live long day about how you hate the portal and NIL and then you go utilize it and you know what you're doing. Everybody knows what you're doing. You got a player talking about the contract that he signed on social media and then he deletes it. But yet you want to troll LSU. Why? Why? <sighs> to end this, as we are on a live show talking about this, I would not be surprised if Austin Thomas made his way back to LSU. Okay. John Lucius on YouTube with a $5.99 super chat says, is LSU bringing back Austin Thomas as a GM? Um, thank you for the super chat. Here's what I'll tell you. I don't think anything is completely official yet. Do I think it's trending in that direction? Yes. Um, so, yes. We'll see. We'll see. Would not, would not shock me in the slightest uh, if any of that happened. But now you know, um, now you know why Lane is trolling. It's the reason. I, I mean, I mean, guys, he's pretty much spelling it out to you. If you're clever enough, you'll do it. Chili, he, he deleted the other story that he had of Ole Miss's contract. The one he posted was about A&M's. He had another piece of his story that he deleted that was about Ole Miss. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. But nobody talks about that part, though. Nobody wants to grab the screenshot of that one, though. Okay. Of course they did. Um, let's see. Steven says, just read they are working on a deal to bring back Austin Thomas. Of course, that's being brought up while we're in the middle of a show. Of course it is, after we just said something. Um, But of course. Ironic, isn't it? Ironic. I wonder what the, hold on. What's the definition of irony? The expression of one's meaning by language that normally signifies the opposite, typically or humorous. That's not it. 
a state of affairs or an event that seems deliberately contrary to what one expects and is often assuming as a result. Yeah, that's what I that's the definition of irony on Oxford's dictionary. Of course. Irony at its finest. Uh, Chris Lomax says, but Blake, we don't have any money, right? No, we do not. We're broke. Uh, Chili Vic says, Blake, did you see the Le'Veon Moss thing? I did. Le'Veon Moss, the running back from Baton Rouge, who is a running back at Texas A&M, posted yesterday, and on the bottom right-hand corner says, <laughs> F A&M, F being an Aggie or something like that. Yeah, it ain't good, brother. I wouldn't mind him. I do think you need another back. I do think you need another running back, personally. Uh, Chili says, Blake, get that magnesium and zinc going. Uh, I was, I got some prescription thing. Uh, I, dude, I, I will tell you, um, I will tell you, yesterday, I, I, I felt like dog shit. Today, I feel much better. <laughs> Rob Boudreaux, it, isn't it ironic that it's Oxford's Dictionary? It is. That's kind of funny, too. That's kind of funny, too. But, yeah, I would not be shocked if Austin Thomas is here. I mean, we've been talking about it last 15 minutes. I, I mean, so, I look. Would not be shocked. But we'll see. We'll see. By the way, we're going to be doing an uh, interview with Chesa Boucher. Uh, big day, big game on Thursday from BR Proud, or she's from BR Proud News. Be on the lookout for that. We will be back um, tonight after the men's basketball game. So we'll do a little bit of a post game. We'll continue to talk some stuff and, and rehash and retalk about. This stuff with Slade Nagel. But until then, it's been a good show. A good 15-minute show here. Let's get in out of here in the 50-minute mark. Unless any of you guys have any more questions. How about this? I'll wait for about another two, three minutes. If you got more questions, fire them in there. Uh, I will answer them. So fire in your questions right now, and we'll answer them. Anything you got. Don't let it be crazy. Because if it's crazy, I'm not going to answer it. But if you got any questions, thoughts, concerns, fire them inside the chat right now. We'll get to them. Um, Otis says, y'all know people in Mississippi can't spell it, much less use it. It's true. Todd Davis says, seems like every three years, Austin Thomas is back at LSU. Well, look, man, here's the truth. Look, let me let me say this before we get out of here. Let me just say this. College football is moving into a direction where multiple programs and schools for football are going to have a front office type of feel to them. With NIL and the portal and roster management, you're, you need them. You need somebody out there raising money for NIL. There's a difference in being behind, behind versus being organized. 
There's two completely different things. LSU is not behind. I do think they're unorganized from that perspective. So when you have somebody that you hire and promote into the front office or front offices of a program, can you go get a Sam Petito? Can you go get an Austin Thomas? I do think that that would be something that you should look at it doing. 1,000%. Because as the money in, the money goes up in these TV contracts, as college football changes, you're going to have to have guys that their sole job is roster management, NIL, portal, all of it. Director of player personnel can't do it all. So, yeah. All right. We'll see y'all tonight. Let's go, t- let's go Tigers. Let's go, Matt McMahon. Let's go, Matt McMahon. Let's go get these hoes. I think it's at 530, is it not? Yeah, against the Georgia Bulldogs. LSU and the Bulldogs at 530. Let's go to Athens and kick some dog ass. We'll see y'all tonight after the game. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.